0: How was your toast?
1: Uh oh, my toast was good. My toast was great. Um, so like, I essentially, right, I, I was considering what do I want on my toast? Do I want honey? Do I want Marmite? Do I want jam? Do I want Nutella? Right. And then I committed a crime and had one slice with a topping on each. So I had That's four slices really. of toast and then I had yeah. Marmite on one, Nutella on another, honey on one and then jam on the other.
0: There's nothing wrong with
1: that. No, is that not? I thought no. that was weird.
0: No, that's just mixing it up, different flavors. Is it?
1: I thought it was. I thought like I thought Twitter would kill me if I mentioned that I had more than one. <laughs> Twitter <laughs> than would one kill bucket.
0: you. Oh, you ate bread? No way. <laughs> How dare
1: you? Was it not vegan? Uh, you ate
0: Nutella. Do you know what palm oil is in Nutella? <laughs> uh,
1: it is quite bad, to be completely fair. And uh, speaking of bad, welcome to episode eleven of the One O Seven podcast uh today we are covering uh well miami i guess miami yes um, wow what a race
0: i know it was literally the only good thing was that max didn't get on pole Wow, well, i mean <laughs> so we had a bit had a bit of action i
1: in all in all honesty i actually quite enjoyed the the first 20 laps of the race and the last five oh, yeah, exactly <laughs> and then just not a lot happened in between um, other than me you know crying for all the mclaren fans out there it's just <laughs> it's just horrific um just oh. you've got a generational talent and you've given him four midfield cars and a tractor it's it's not it's not great anywho uh so let's talk about quali let's should we start with quali yeah, we did, because gonna... quality was exciting. Yeah, quality was interesting. We're going to sh- jump straight in and not beat around the bush. Mm-hmm. Quality was pretty interesting. Uh, I want to start off, obviously, purely because it's the easiest one to do. Uh, McLaren were in the bin after having a very successful Baku just completely in the bin. Uh, and speaking of binning it, uh, we will talk about uh, Ferrari. Uh, Sainz did pretty well, to be completely honest. Um, can't say the same for Charles. Uh, that that didn't that didn't go particularly well. No, uh, he he just, actually he just, binned it. Um, yeah,
0: he just really went for it <sighs> and just overstepped it and into the back. Uh, he he right. seemed to into bump up
1: over the curb and then as the car came up, it just completely lost all lost all of its downforce, which is just very strange. Um, yeah, i I don't fully understand exactly what happened, but it's not good. Anyway. Yeah,
0: well, he said that the car had a an aggressive setup. Yes. And went yeah. Aggressive and it just looks like it was just as uh what does Martin Brundle say? Uh ambition too, ambition too much ambition, not enough Adhesion or something like that. Sure. Ambition, I... ambition over Adhesion. And yeah, it just he went over the bumps, disrupted the car, into the barriers, red flag, quali over. Yeah, Perez on pole. And uh, Mr. Alonso in second.
1: Yeah, well, we'll we'll start with Perez. Perez, uh, what was alluded to, he got a banker in the bank before giving it one last go. Um, Max actually messed up on his banker lap as well. Um, So he then had to restart and then the red flag came out because of Charles. Uh, meaning essentially that we had the last one or maybe even two laps um, that that cars could have actually you know given a go um, and gone for the actual fastest possible times that they could possibly go for. So it meant the top ten was very very jumbled up. Uh, I would very quickly like to mention a team which didn't even get into Q3. Uh, which was uh Alpha Tauri, uh Sonoda down in 17th and DeVries up in 15th. Mm. Um they I mean let's be honest the car's not the greatest thing in the world. Um and yeah I think DeVries did pretty well to get out of uh out of Q Q1 um and but just then couldn't make it out of out of Q2 at all uh, and finished dead last in Q2, finishing uh P15 for, for Quali um another team that didn't get out of quality particularly well actually i'd argue that the albon did pretty well um albon was 11th um and obviously then set himself up pretty nicely for for sunday and Sargent came dead last um yeah not not a lot else i can say slightly disappointing i guess for for Sargent because this is his home grand prix he grew up like yeah. 20 25 minutes down the road from from Miami so it's a little bit disappointing i guess for him uh and then lastly before we get on to the big boys uh alfa romeo they actually managed to reach q3 bottas managed to get uh a 10th he didn't even get a a lap time in q3 thanks to the red flag um that charles caused but now every single team has had one q3 appearance in five races of the 2023 season which is pretty interesting
0: i mean it's just a shame that the red bull is just so far ahead of everyone because it would be a yeah. really competitive season
1: yeah we'll we'll chat we'll chat a little bit more about the red bull obviously max wasn't able to uh get get like a proper lap in and was ninth um and then Perez was on pole um and I think there was a bit of luck I guess leaning towards Perez in terms of you know Max not not able to get in a banker but at the same time like if Max hadn't made that mistake who knows where 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 everything else would have been um yeah there's, I mean, there's there's no it, telling it, it really. it
0: probably would have been a red bull one two max probably,
1: probably yeah but one. you just you don't you don't fully know yeah. the the track was getting faster and faster um which is good i think the pole time was like two seconds quicker than pole last year or something like that so yeah. admittedly they did turn, uh change the the last turn before that big long straight that we complained about before they made it slightly easier for drivers to attack which is nice um and also they shortened the drs zones as well so that also surprised me that we were actually to be able to get like you know such quicker lap times um but i guess also there's more time in the sims for drivers and stuff like that so i guess i guess all of it helps but um fastest lap time we had during quali was a 126.8 um so it'd be interesting to see if we managed to go even quicker in quali next year
0: yep no uh yeah, it was. I think it was also interesting that there was no running done, and the track just got quicker and quicker yeah. and quicker, which really yeah. mixed up the order. Because you're thinking, "All right, is this is this quick enough? Do I need to go for another banker? Oh, sorry, another lap and everything like that." So that's quite an interesting thing when the track just evolves that quickly over Q one, Q two, Q three. Yeah, that you know you're just not safe, are you?
1: Yeah, the to as, give as Hamilton
0: improved you... as well.
1: Yeah, to give you an idea, the slowest time, the the slowest fastest time was Sargent in Q one. That was a one twenty eight point five, and then the quickest time in Q three was a one twenty six point eight by Perez, which was the pole time. But Perez's quickest in uh, Q one was one twenty seven point seven. So somehow you've managed to find, find essentially a second in there over you know the course of what. Maybe a hundred yep. laps by Formula One cars buzzing around all at different times. So it's uh, it's very interesting that the track sort of changed that much. I know the temperature changed as well, um, but it's very interesting that the times changed so quickly and just dropped off dramatically. Yep. Um. So just very quickly, uh, the last teams for Quali, uh, Gasly and uh, was P5 and Ocon was P8 both Alpines in the top ten was pretty good. Not gonna lie. Yeah. That's that's pretty respectable from from the French team. Uh Russell was sixth, which is pretty good. Um and he absolutely destroyed his teammate, Lewis Hamilton, who was down in thirteenth, which is a very big gap for those silver arrows. Uh and slightly. I think concerning. Lewis
0: mentioned he had some issues yeah. i don't know if it's an issue or just how the team released him like i think he didn't have enough time to set himself up for a quali lap no like, what he was saying they left it too late and then he had some issues that well he didn't actually get a chance to run again so yeah, yeah i a mean it did a run race though but which we'll talk about but yeah a bit of a shame
1: yeah a little bit of a shame uh and then lastly i think we've mentioned everyone other than Haas, who Gaston. We mentioned Alonso earlier. We mentioned Alonso. Ah, we didn't mention Stroll. Stroll, To be fair, Stroll down in P18, I don't know what happened to him. Uh, Yeah. In in arguably the second fastest car, you're down in P18. What's going on?
0: What is going on? Yeah. I'm sure there was probably some issue or something. Something. It's just very strange
1: that you're in the second fastest car and you're in P18 with apparently no issues as far as we could work out, so... Just very strange. And then obviously, yeah, we had Alonso up in P2. Um, did a fantastic job. Absolutely fantastic. Um, and then, yeah, like I said, we got uh, Kevin up in fourth, which completely unexpected. It was his highest starting position ever in a Haas. Um, and then also uh, Hülkenberg was down in 12th as well. So, you know, it, it put the Haas boys in a pretty good position to, you know, go ahead and try and score points um, on, on the Sunday. And they did score points on Sunday, didn't they? They did. <clears throat> they, they did. did um obviously with uh, Magnuson starting up in fourth, uh kind of hoped and expected that he would do a little bit better than he did. Um but he did have a pretty interesting fight with uh, Charles, which is which is good. Um or at least it, was, it wasn't necessarily good, but it was entertaining. <laughs> uh it was an entertaining battle between those two um and uh, finishing just outside the points yet again was Yuki Sonoda um i just wanted to mention that purely because his po- his finishes this season have been 11th 11th 10th 10th 11th
0: <laughs>
1: he is mr consistent um, yeah. Do you remember when sometimes we used to, a bride,
0: sometimes a bride?
1: We, we used to call George Russell Mister P five, you used to like teetering on well, the edge.
0: Of, it was Mister Saturday, Mister Saturday, and then he before, became Mister yeah.
1: Sunday, and now yeah, he's Princess and, George. Uh,
0: <laughs> um, yeah, Alonzo was Alonzo because he always used to get fifth, so it's A L O N five O.
1: Nice, yeah. Didn't know and that. Now one. he's
0: now he's always in P three. I don't know what the Alonzo P three thing is.
1: No idea. I'm trying. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to scramble to L plan. A. You could switch the three round and, and it makes an E. It could
0: be. It could be. Th- yes. Threl plan. Oh, no. Fernando! You change the E to three. For, yeah, the f-
1: three and yeah, no, <laughs> F three Nando. F three Nando. Yeah. <laughs> f three um, Yeah. So okay. <clears throat>
0: so let's start at the top then. Rebels yes. one and two. um Sergio, your exact words were fumbled the bag. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I think Sergio fumbled the bag massively. I think he um, should have
0: built a bigger gap over. Uh, I, think, I think. I think Perez obviously
1: started on the medium, and the medium yeah, wasn't, had wasn't as good as we thought it was going to be, be yeah. uh, which is a real shame. Um, and I think that played into it. Excuse me, I've got hiccups. I think that played into it. Which is why I'm saying he half humbled a uh, half fumbled the back because essentially he yes, he probably should have built up a little bit more of a gap, um but at the same time
0: come okay on, that yeah, position, like, come positions on. position swapped right Max is on the mediums mm. Sergio is in was it eighth or sixth ninth ninth on the hards. do you think the same thing would have happened no. where Sergio would have just.
1: Do you know what? I about. I would be very interested to see if and when the flip, uh, uh, the script flips and you have maybe uh, Perez down in like P10, 12, whatever. I would like to see Perez in a similar situation try well, and beat Verstappen.
0: To, well, there was Australia and he came through the field, but... Yeah. And um, then what? max the one, yeah, yeah exactly but do you think that because sergio is quite good on his tires he would have kind of done what max done and really used the hards maybe to we're, the maybe we're then,
1: giving we give credit to checo for keeping an eye on his tires but maybe max yeah. is also very good on his tires
0: yeah i'm sure i'm sure he is um, um i so I, think I think that that's a, that's a big what if because i think sergio being good on his tires could mm. have done what max done had um, the consistent fast pace and then pitted over to the yellow walls ahead and or just a you know a second and a bit behind yeah
1: i but i think for me even if the roles were reversed i still i'd still put my money on verstappen to win from from that that position Mm -hmm. i i think a lot of things were said over the weekend as well around like um the red bull being a ridiculous car and blah 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 blah, and i think it is a ridiculous car however it's only highlighted as being completely ridiculous (laughs) by the absolute monster which is verstappen um i think that like if you look at let's say mercedes for 2015 2016 you had nico and hamilton were obviously pretty pretty close right whereas now they that verstappen and perez are arguably worlds apart some weekends um yes it's it's ridiculous um i think if you if you still you know ask me to put to put all my savings on someone to win the wdc i'm still putting it on verstappen every single day of the week um the guy is unreal just absolutely unreal and he has an unreal car as well and in all honesty yes it is slightly disappointing that there isn't more competitiveness from the rest of the field but at the same time like I'm, I'm here for it because, I mean, it's, it, it's still pretty good racing. Um, yeah, it's from, still good racing. Zappen. And
0: also um, with Lewis and Nico, there was times where, like, who's actually going to put it on pole? Right? Yeah. Right? And Nico came ahead quite a few times and mm. everyone thought Hamilton would just destroy him. And also, they're very close to each other on the track. Yeah. Which we're not getting enough of with Max and Sergio. No. So, because, uh,
1: because I'm not saying that, you know, Paris is as good... As Nico, I'm not saying anything generation. like that. I'm just saying that Verstappen is just a freak, yeah. like an yeah. absolute freak of naturely good. It's insane how good he is.
0: Yeah, uh, and I, I think yeah. that's just the disappointing thing. It's just like, okay, if the Red Bulls are way ahead of the field, that's fine. But let's mm. just see a fight between or, the two drivers. I
1: mean, as well, and also just to just to further re like you know double down on my comment as well. If you look at you know two years ago when Verstappen was pushing uh pushing Lewis for the title uh where was Perez finishing he wasn't pushing where was Hamilton. Valtteri finishing but yeah where was Valtteri pushing so I, I I mean where was Valtteri like in the in the championship as well so I just think for me it just sort of Further proves that Verstappen is just levels above Perez. Again, nothing against Perez. Perez is phenomenal, but he's just not Mm -hmm. max. Um, Just to even further double down on that. Um, And obviously, with Verstappen winning, he has now won 38 races for Red Bull, Um, which is the same as as, uh, (laughs) my main man, Sebastian Vettel. Um, Uh However, Vettel did it in less races. And arguably in a less competitive car. Still
0: well, bit. I don't know because mm. Max. No, 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 Max. no, no. Before, no, no, anything, no. before you say anything,
1: before you say anything, who did who did you want to win during those years, uh, Alonso? So I feel like you're a bit biased in this, but please continue. No, no, no. I was saying, <laughs> right.
0: First of all, when did uh, Sebastian join Red Bull? Two thousand and nine. Okay, and that car was winning races in two thousand nine, all the way up to fourteen. Yes. which is when Mercedes came in and they dropped down a little bit, but still won a few. But Daniel Ricciardo won a few. Yep. Max joined the Red Bull when twenty sixteen. Six. I was gonna say fifteen,
1: but that was when he won in the Toro. Uh, no, no.
0: He jo- he he was in uh, the Toro Rosso, but yes. twenty sixteen he joined Red. Sorry, Bull, yeah, I'm it, getting yeah. very confused. Yes, when race, but he joined at a time of Mercedes dominance, and then Ferrari coming in with a rocket ship of a car. So he had two teams to contend with for wins. So I would say, arguably, it was harder for him to get those same amount of wins. And then when the car was competitive, 2021, mm. Mercedes and Lewis were there. And mm. then 2022, 2023, he's running away with it. Mm. So put some respect on his name. No, I'm putting, <laughs> I'm putting all of my respects on, the staff the, on uh, Vettel's name. <laughs> Damn it, you confused me. Uh, I'm putting all my
1: respects on Vettel's name. 100%. Uh, can't knock Seb. Can't ever knock Seb. Um, but uh, but yeah, so it's an incredible achievement regardless of how you put it. I think Max is obviously yeah. going to continue to smash that. And also, let's be honest, there are, there are more races per season as well now. So, you know, Vettel's achievements are even better. So just going to put that out. Uh, anyway, uh, so uh, we've, we've talked about the Red Bulls a lot. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to chat about these two? Uh,
0: no. No. No, I think.
1: great. All right, let's, let's move, let's on, move to, on to uh, Alonso. Should we just go from top to bottom?
0: Yeah, yeah. We'll do it team by team. So, Alonso is in P3 and Stroll uh was in P12. He I think was. Stroll did well to kind of fight back. Yeah. Um, good on him, showing some racecraft. Alonso, like I said, had a boring race, was actually watching Stroll on the yeah. screen. Yeah, watching Stroll
1: <laughs> on the screen overtake. Uh, yeah. Who was it? It was a potass, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, I think he yeah. said it was like a really good move. Yeah, it was a really good move yeah, to turn on. It's like how on 13? earth? I, I saw,
1: I saw somebody uh, on Twitter found the exact moment that he was watching the screen, and it was as he was turning into a corner, and he was just glancing. You can see his helmet's pointed in the direction of the TV. It's mad, but I guess obviously, like he, he was twenty seconds behind. Look, he's not Paris. catching the Red Bull and. Like, in that
0: in that uh, in that car at Miami, he was the best of the rest, was pulling yeah. away from Science. I know him and Science had a all um, back and forth when um, Science pitted yeah. for and then Alonso. But you know, once he built the gap, it was just like, okay, I'm just driving along. <laughs> but Pretty it's much, now yeah. it's now coming up to the slower corner tracks with Imola, Monaco, and Spain, where yeah. hopefully, do I think he'll get pole? Not with the Red Bulls and with Sergio and Max being as good as they are, but I do think that if there's going to be a surprise winner or if he's going to win a race, those three are his best opportunities. I
1: think. I think Monaco, Monaco especially Monaco. Yeah. Like if you're if you're Alonso and if you have the weekend of your life, you could win. Yeah. And I think he, I think he's got it in him. I oh,
0: I, he's definitely got it in him. So all
1: all it takes is one one pretty good lap from alonso and he's done it as far as i'm concerned like it's it's i i hope with everything (laughs) i have that alonso (laughs) manages to win a race this year it would just be unreal like for the culture it would be unreal um i mean although it would probably break his point streak of scoring 15 points at (sighs) every single event this season uh or race weekend i guess uh, I'm all here for it. Like I, I really, really do want Alonso to to win this season for I sure. Do
0: just oh, just one. That's all
1: I'm asking for. Just one. 30. I don't care which one. I don't. I really don't care. I even uh, think he doesn't care which. One. He doesn't care either. Just one would be incredible. Uh, yeah. He he had a he had a pretty good pretty good race. Um, incredibly supportive teammate by the sounds of things as well. Um. And the only other thing, really, I want to talk about, there's not much else to talk about in terms of um, in terms of Stroll, but I think that Stroll still kind of really had a howler in arguably the second best car. Maybe it was setup or whatever it was, but still, I really, I feel like Stroll maybe had to pull his finger out a little bit over this weekend, and he's he's not fumbled it as badly as Perez, but he still fumbled the bag a little bit um and i'd like to see i'd like to see you know turkey 2020 stroll i reckon he'll you know? bounce back in Imola. yeah yeah i think I, he's gonna bounce back you know absolutely he is um, i think him is a wet race that would be really interesting that would be interesting for sure yeah, yeah. um there was yeah. predictions of a little bit of away. there was predictions for a little bit of rain as well wasn't there over the weekend but for miami on nothing. sunday yeah yeah
0: nah, i think nothing. it got a little bit gray towards the end but yeah but nah, that's about it really. so Mercedes next? Okay. Mercedes, yep. Yeah, P4 for George and P6 for Lewis. Yep. So I think great recovery drive for Lewis. um Made some great moves as well. I think the one on Valtry, the switchback was was really was good.
1: Pretty impressive,
0: yeah. Yeah, George does work. George done well. It seems to be in race, well, in qualifying trim, seems to be George gets a little bit more out of it. In race mm. trim, the Mercedes does seem to be a better car. Mm. Uh, but yeah, the fact that. They are still struggling i know they've got the uh updates coming in imola so it'll be interesting to see where that puts the car what it does but even toto i think is starting to grow a bit frustrated as well with his comments over the weekend yeah like, don't really understand why um i mean in
1: um practice one they were one and two I mean,
0: I don't really pay
1: well, that. I know it's a practice, but practice, you know, right? it's it, they still were one and two in a session, not the yeah. ones that matter. But you know, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. So the MLR upgrades uh, probably can't come soon enough for George and Lewis. But if they don't work, oof, there's going to be some serious questions about what's yeah. going to happen at Mercedes. Yeah,
1: I think um, I don't think it will be as bad as last year when Verstappen overtook Hamilton in like P16 or something like that. He lapped him, yeah. something like that. It was it was
0: bad. Um, I, I, don't... I don't think so. But I think if Hamilton doesn't see improvement over the season, Hamilton to Ferrari, Leclerc to Mercedes. That's <laughs> what I'm saying next season.
1: Well, would you like to talk about the Ferraris? We'll talk about Sainz really quick, and then we'll come back to Charles. Uh, but yep. Sainz managed a P5, even with a five-second time penalty for speeding yep. in the pit lane. Uh, a little bit ferocious coming in, coming into the pit lane. Well, um, right, he wanted to clear
0: Alonso, didn't he? Yeah, he I know. Um, but, so he's um... trying to get every little bit of advantage he can get and just overcooked it that time he came out obviously really racy he's trying to take so many cars build yeah. the gap and he did you know he when alonso pitted he had to get excuse me he had to get past signs yeah but once he got past signs it's like see ya
1: <laughs> yeah pretty much i think i think that uh he did he did reasonably well um but uh yeah it's just just a bit of a shame that he managed to pick up that time penalty because then obviously all the other races around him their mentality changes like oh can i stay within five seconds etc etc because he'd already made his pit stop and yeah but other than that i think he did all right p5 is not too bad to be completely yeah. honest uh right, yeah. um, can't can't really can't really argue with 10 10 points for the championship uh the other car that we've got to talk about is charles in p7 chuck um, i'm
0: surprised no one chuck, called him chuck, chuck he wasn't on the
1: <laughs> um, yeah he wasn't on the podium unfortunately uh we did have yeah. a different interviewer we actually had somebody with some wheel knowledge in the in the in the form of jensen button uh TV. drivers world champion for 20 uh 10 come on uh, no oh my god nine jesus nine. Um, yes <laughs> And, uh, like, much better than whoever that random bloke was last year, um, which is absolutely Uh, brilliant. Actually,
0: since we're talking about good interviews, I would like to shout out Danica Patrick in the qualifying interviews. She did a really good job. Oh,
1: yeah, what, at the end of qualifying?
0: Yeah, when she interviewed uh, Fernando, Sergio, and Carlos. She was asking some really, really good questions. Yeah, she did brilliantly. Um, So shout out to her.
1: Yeah, very, very well. Um, So, yes, but, yeah, going back to Charles... And you mentioned yeah. obviously a Lewis Charles swap. Charles Leclerc has now crashed five times <laughs> this season, which is more than Mick Schumacher crashed the entirety of last season.
0: Okay, we're well, gonna have discuss. to go through some of these crashes, right? Let's discuss. Well, I think that's been said of him as his criticism, right? Is mm. that he just doesn't know when to just hold it back, which what which is what makes him such a great qualifier. Yeah. But also Makes him inconsistent. Yes, um, and if he wants to be world champion, which I do think he has a very good chance of doing, if he gets given the car, he's just got to tidy up those those little mistakes. Yeah, um, and I think he will. People forget this guy is still quite young.
1: Yeah, right? he is. He is incredibly young. I think last year Ferrari screwed him more times than I care to mention. And it yeah, is what it is. 100%. And it just was. It just was Ferrari. However, yeah. the mistakes now are him yeah which is a real shame um it does and he's got the
0: pace that's that's you know we saw him back right. yeah he's got the pace that's exactly what i was about to say it
1: does disappoint me because he very clearly does have the pace um yeah. and hopefully he can he can pull it together yeah. really and,
0: and he had a bit of, he had a good recovery drive yeah as well it was decent so enough. i mean p7 is enough.
1: is nothing to complain about to be completely honest once you bind binned it in quality um yeah. and starting off and
0: yeah a couple of his of his teammates so good on him but yeah i yeah. think he's just gonna nail that consistency um and he'll be he'll be firing on all cylinders i mean like he did was it he got more points in baku than he did his opening races so yeah <laughs> he, he's coming back into into uh consistency and form well actually the form never really left him so but I, I think he'll be all right for the rest of the season i don't so. think we're gonna to see too many mistakes from
1: him yeah i i want to see chuck leclerc i don't want to see charles or this season no, we want charles. to see charles okay, we well, want to see
0: chuck I want chuck to see... is the one that pinned it in the wall i want no
1: i wanted to see chuck because chuck managed the podium last year. <laughs> um but yeah so so obviously just slightly disappointing for the for the ferrari fans um yeah. and then next down the list we have Gasly and ocon paired literally yeah. paired together from from the alpines uh yeah. and i was saying this to oh, i can't even remember who um but double points for alpine you gen you can't complain you genuinely no, no, can't no, complain no,
0: no, they did they did well i yeah. think obviously um with what happened in qualifying Gasly was up there in p4 or something and look, they knew they didn't have the pace to fight with the Astin's Mercedes. Gaston was P5, yes. P5, sorry. Um, but they didn't have the pace. So like, let's just go for a different strategy, run yep. along, and just get some solid points on the board, which they did. Yep. And, and fair play to them. So... Yeah, they did pretty
1: well. Six points, not too shabby at all. Um, and uh, I was also going to just say as well, like essentially it was just a repeat of last week. For them yeah it uh, was like literally just like let's play the long game let's you know hope for a safety car that sort of thing maybe that will jumble things up but um they did it very well.
0: no one crashed in the race well car.
1: we will we will get to the no one crashed in a race because i have a bone to pick with a certain short gentleman um but for now let's talk about Haas um before we talk about the team with a short with the shortest driver pairing uh Haas like I like I mentioned and alluded to before uh Magnussen had a slightly disappointing drive you know in terms of being from dropping from P4 all the way down to P10 but I'll take a world championship point for I think he did
0: well to get in the points if you look at the cars ahead of him Red Bulls one Aston so that's where he got his point Mercedes Ferrari and I think the Alpines at this point are kind of at race pace quicker yeah um, so I think he did well he had some True. good like he was fighting Leclerc fighting you know, he, Leclerc for a while not yeah going to give up you know just because you're in a quicker car going, going back so. slightly
1: as well that that uh, double takeover from from um, overtake sorry from Max over the fighting Charles and uh, and Magnussen was just brilliant absolutely yep. brilliant knew that they would both lose time going into that corner and knew that you know if he just picked his line and stayed very very like tight to the next to the next apex he was good yeah red uh, bull drs uh yeah. um, double set stream but it's not it's not even just the car it's just great racecraft. just it just yeah. is great racecraft. so yeah, no, there's that but um, but yeah. So going back to Magnuson, I I just mean that it's slightly disappointing he didn't manage like P9 or P8. That's that's all I meant. From starting up in P4, God um, but oh he still God. drove a pretty good race. And give you the really guys some point. credit. <laughs> yeah, no, this is the thing. I'm giving him some credit. He did he did have a very good race. Yeah,
0: he's um, like P10. It could have been P9. Yeah, I mean P9's even like, he even he said
1: it was a little bit disappointing. <laughs> yeah i'm not expecting kevin to put and it if it's p1. like
0: p1 but well, it could have been the world drivers championship yeah <laughs> uh
1: but yeah i i like i said slightly disappointed that it wasn't like a cheeky p9 or maybe even a p8 but it is what it is um yeah. and then points we have
0: early on in the season Haas will take it yeah Haas, Haas exactly
1: um so. and then p11 just outside the points yuki but had a great race as far as I can he had a great race. Yuki, he is doing
0: really well this season. Yuki is, is doing really well. he's getting the best really out well. of that car. Yeah, he's getting the best out of that car.
1: I I had a little bit of a conversation slash debate on Twitter where they were talking about you know the the Alphatari being the slowest car, the tenth the the tenth quickest car, and I was like, is it really the tenth quickest car, or is it just that Nick really isn't that quick
0: in this car, and it's no, maybe I, I think, dragging I think him half down. Is- I think I would say the Haas is Hass is quicker. I, than,
1: um, I I think the Haas is quicker than the. I I would argue that it is probably you know a slower. I think the has is quicker than um, the Tari. Yes, yeah. yeah, but I think that the has has its mo- uh, the the AlphaTauri has its moments essentially, and there are oh, tracks yeah, that are yeah. better suited to it. Um, and I do think that Yuki is driving the wheels off of that thing. Um, I think it's a very similar situation to Daniel Ricciardo and Norris last year to Sonoda and um, Nick DeVries this year. You have one driver who is driving the wheels off of that car, doing really well and driving it better than it probably should be driven. And then you have one driver who just isn't getting the hang of the car. Um obviously that one driver who isn't really getting the hang of it being Nick slash Daniel Ricardo. Um I think it's a very similar situation as to before. Maybe expectations were even for myself a little bit high of Nick. Um, high for me. And <laughs> they were very high from you, but it's just not been it's not been plain sailing. Let's let's say no. that for sure. Um and it's just disappointing really. I wanna see Nick, you know, do better than he's doing, but he just isn't.
0: Yeah. No, I, I get it. And uh, when you've got Yuki performing in that car, you know what the car is capable of. Exactly. So like...
1: You know that that car is capable of points, Nick.
0: <laughs> sassy there, but okay. So, come on, Nick. All right. Um, so, okay. Let, so let, nick let, a let's point. Move, let's move on. <laughs> Unbelievable. Let's move on before the jokes get even worse. Um, Alfa Romeo. Mm. So you had Valt- you, no,
1: So who are they? I'm Would thinking you... of Alpha Romero.
0: Alpha Romero, what? Did you miss that? No, you didn't I did. miss it. I didn't miss it. I did miss it. Ah, uh, so there was
1: an influencer who was invited to the Miami Grand Prix, um yeah. and she was doing a like get ready with me video, and she was like doing uh, I don't, her makeup I don't watch like TikTok and, and stuff like. Um, you're
0: you're my social guy. I am <laughs> your social guy.
1: And um, <laughs> she was like, yeah. So Alpha Romero are going to put me in like look, one of those little F1 cars. <laughs> and like the whole of tiktok slash twitter just ripped into this woman um uh, uh, because she mispronounced it obviously she said alfa romero not alfa romeo it's just funny yeah. and then alfa romeo called themselves alfa romero in a few tweets which was brilliant um at yeah. least one maybe more i don't yes. know but it was funny um but she got ripped into um and I will bring up the topic a little bit later just to cover a couple of bits and pieces. But let's go back okay. to Alpha Romeo. Um and I very nearly called them Alpha Romero then. Uh but oh, Alpha, uh they they did not yep. too so badly P13 compared to For
0: Valtry and P sixteen. for, for Xu. Xu. So for Zhu.
1: they did slightly better than expected, I guess. Uh
0: they did indeed. Um but... uh, considering they've I think when you look at them last year, they had a really good start and they mm. dropped off. And then this year, they've dropped off. Been, yeah, they've kind of gone back from midfield to kind of like back backmarkers. Slowly in a
1: way. towards back markers, Yeah. So um, I think
0: yeah, um, Valtteri did the best he could, could considering where he started.
1: Could it be that the Audi deal is maybe taking up a lot of their focus?
0: No i'm just asking the question
1: i know it's a completely different set of rags in 2026 etc etc cetera, et cetera, but i'm just asking i would the question.
0: probably say that because audi are coming in mm. they're like we don't really need to spend that much money on development yeah and stuff maybe because we're gonna get taken over anyway yeah is what i'm thinking if i if i'm like the head honcho alpha so i would be like we're not we're not investing any more money because this is done in two years
1: yeah because i get i I don't fully know exactly what they can do but if if alpha could essentially stop developing their car right now as much and then pour money into the 2026 regs is that allowed is that a thing i don't i I genuinely don't fully understand the the... well it wouldn't
0: be in terms of like so so what it is is obviously the main regs around engine and and, and mm. stuff like that it's more it's more electrical energy and stuff like that so yes, i think audi, yeah. audi probably are just doing a lot of work on it probably anyway yeah. so it, it could be similar to like a mercedes things like yeah we know what's happening in 2016 which we're just going to focus on that yeah audi are probably looking at it and it's like our valtteri and Zhu, the drivers takes forward in in 2026 kind of thing and
1: zoo yes
0: yeah
1: i'm not entirely sure about valtteri
0: do you think that they may need like an experienced driver, considering... Yeah, I mean, they could... I mean, they're a new team. They, I think they I mean. would
1: definitely need an experienced driver. I know that there are a couple of rumours thrown around about you know bringing in Vettel exactly like Schumacher had, where essentially you would bring in that very experienced head, bring Schumacher out of retirement to build up Mercedes and make it into what it is to, t- to today. Uh, German manufacturer, Audi manufacturer mercedes so you can see the similarities and the pipe dreams of some <coughs> myself included um and you can you can potentially see how how that would work i think yeah. that there would be nothing wrong with doing that um personally please do it um but at the but same time think... like i don't know What's exactly it? what the right sort of situation is maybe maybe they drop bottas and you know go for daniel ricardo Maybe they stick with Bottas. Maybe they go with Seb. Hope... Maybe they do whatever it is. However, Jew isn't going anywhere. Joe jo isn't going anywhere at all.
0: Three years also, three years down the line, a lot's going to change. Yeah, so, true. Yeah. But I, I, um, I, I And think... they have the synthetic fuel, which they're going to be using as well. So I know yeah. if you want to play into your pipe dream of Vettel coming back, I know he's big on that.
1: Exactly. There we go.
0: So it's just
1: <laughs> the stars are aligning. <laughs>
0: Okay. Um, Alpha Terry, Tari- uh, oh,
1: you know, you know who it is next. You,
0: you know, know you who, who it is,
1: is. It's my least favorite team. It's my it's my least favorite team. <laughs> I know.
0: As like you're just loving life at the moment. Okay. We, I don't know. It's if you not, heard, it's not your least favorite team. I, it's not your least favorite team. It is Williams. It's Williams. Is it?
1: Yeah. Oh, because- our one. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot about Albon. I do apologise, uh Mr. Albon. Um I, I apparently can't read. So Albon, yeah, he, he did alright. Albon, yeah. Sergeant. Yeah. Yeah, did all right. Sergeant participated in the race. I think there wasn't too much more that he could do, um, and unfortunately finished the lap behind, you know, everyone else. The same as Piastri. We'll get to McLaren in a minute. Um, yep. but uh yeah, just not not the race that you would have wanted um for for sure. I think it's disappointing that he that he finished last.
0: Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what happens with the future of Williams because then I may I know they made a good step forward coming mm. from back markers and yep. Albon's doing really well to make it a essentially a midfield team, but yep. I'm not seeing that much progression. And it's more you know, like the Alpha Romeo's have gone backwards rather than the Williams has made that jump forward. Potentially. So it'll be interesting to see what james valves yeah so
1: i think the the mercedes partnership that they currently have with williams i think has brought them forward enough right um and then essentially now it's up to williams to really pull themselves even further um especially with like i think if mercedes were dominating like they were a few years ago i think that potentially even Williams would you know be in a similarist situation to Haas be a bit further up the field with a slightly quicker car uh, but now I guess it's up to Williams to do their best and keep on keeping on really um, I think James will do a pretty good job no doubt about that whatsoever um, and this is in no way like disrespectful or anything like that but i'm i'm a little bit scared that Sargent could potentially become the new latifi and finish pretty much rock bottom every single race um through no real fault of his own but he is in his rookie season in arguably one of the slowest cars so i would like to give him a little bit more time um but at the same time albon is doing incredibly well um and i think it goes to show exactly why red bull were interested in him in the first place why they put him in the red bull why a couple of different teams were interested in in signing him as well because he is quick he is a very good driver um so it's just obviously a shame how everything happened with him and red bull etc etc blah 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 blah. but at the same time he's he's doing what he can do with the car that he's given and he's doing pretty well
0: yeah no, no good on him good on him okay now we can you can get the dirt off your shoulder <laughs> Oh, thank God! fine i've been waiting
1: so long at the last team the last team uh not last in the race
0: but might as i'm well not even going to say anything this is we're going yeah, to call it just the segment <laughs> like
1: how mclaren fans how we doing because it's okay to talk we can we can get through this okay i don't fully understand what on earth is going on with this car we had such a pro- i'm speaking directly to mclaren fans now everyone else can just you know skip forward 20 seconds or whatever i mean who's let's be honest it's going to be longer than 20 seconds anyway mclaren fans what's what's going on like seriously it's it's so disappointing that we've gone from the highs of baku I, just the highs it wasn't even like that high uh, and, then, and now we're just we're we're you know we're P seventeen and nineteen. Um, I partly blame Devries for forgetting how to break Um, going into turn one, and we'll we we'll come we'll swing round back to that. I'm
0: not
1: um, saying anything. But uh, I I'm just lads. What's going on? Like,
0: please. <laughs> When's the next update? Have uh, they got some big updates for Imola? No, <laughs> uh,
1: we've got nothing. There's nothing. Nothing is happening. Um, I think that essentially part of uh, part of the part of what happened was obviously McLaren have changed the direction of their car and the um the the idea or the like concept around their car has changed. So the car is now where it should have been at the beginning of the season, and that was Baku. So. I guess hopefully this is an anomaly. I'm really searching for any silver lining, um, and we'll we'll obviously see you know how how the McLaren guys do down at Imola, um, because especially like Norris scored a podium there two seasons ago last last season two seasons I think it was two seasons ago two seasons ago was it? Anyway, he's got he's got the only non Mercedes slash Red Bull podium I think that year uh no only non mercedes red bull ferrari Ferrari, sorry yeah phenomenal um so hopefully there's a little bit of Imola luck um for for lando or even for piastri um i think that piastri also had a long brake pedal it was a systems issue i also like how i know the ins and outs of the mclaren race better than i do (laughs) the other teams as well Uh, you can clearly tell like which team is my favorite um, but Piastri had a technical problem which wasn't a mechanical problem, it was a systems problem, which meant he had a long brake pedal and he was essentially nursing the car through most of the race. Um, which is a real shame as well. Um he could have even potentially have, you know, pushed towards those Alpha tauris um as well. I think Norris probably would have been further up had Nick DeVries not used Lando as a brake pedal. Um, but other than that I, it's just slightly like, disappointing i think that if there weren't issues maybe p13 14 would have been more realistic/achievable slash for for the papaya guys um but it's just it's just not great um fingers crossed the the luck changes because otherwise what what hope do i have um and it's man, just man loses
0: what little hope, hope be, yeah, he had yeah. <laughs> um it's
1: just it ugh it's also very frustrating because literally two years ago we and i will never it will never get taken away from me but we had we had monza like and that was that was one of the first mclaren race wins that i can remember for a long time obviously before it was lewis was the last race winner um and it's just it's just so mad that we went from that all the way to be 17 and 19 in miami it's just it just doesn't feel right especially two years ago when you had signs and no three years ago when you had um three or four. Oh my god how old am i a few years ago when we had when we had <laughs> carlos when we had carlos and lando we were fighting for podiums and it's just disappointing uh we've got some more sponsors though so there's that um but it's just disappointing really i just yeah um, but hopefully, obviously, you know the new wind tunnel and the technical changes and blah 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 blah. I really hope that something changes. I really, really do. Um, but we'll we'll have to wait and see. Um, yeah, let's yeah. let's wait and see. Really, but um, uh, disappointing.
0: That was the McLaren segment, and that was up. the papaya <laughs>
1: glass. Um, <it's> a- <laughs> um yeah i i couldn't i couldn't bring myself to have the the papaya i think you look forward
0: on. to the podcast where we don't have a race <laughs> uh
1: i kind of yeah because i know there's nothing to get disappointed with really um there's the fingers crossed that we get a new sponsor but other than that that's about it yeah. um don't hurt but um at least no piastri more. wasn't sick this week as well that's that Good on him um but yeah so overall what were your thoughts on the race because you were texting me most of the way through and your thoughts were that this race was boring and i thought it was it was okay for the first if it weren't 20 for max laps
0: coming through the field it would have been boring been yeah. back, be back yet
1: back. again max is the mvp and there was a reason why he was driver of the day um i think that the the race was interesting for the first like 20 laps and then the last few pretty much and then yeah it was literally
0: when max went on his stint that's when it kind of just dropped down so he had his overtakes he had his long stint and then he came out had the little battle perez and then see ya
1: and then just left left him in the dust um i think there are some other bits and pieces we can we can mention from from the race isn't there
0: uh uh you can i wanted to talk about something pre-race oh please feel free the the entrances for the yes because i have (laughs) that written down as well um (laughs) which was so awkward and from someone who knows tv production not me very poorly filmed as well (laughs) the camera was just cutting Mm. at the wrong time yeah looking at the wrong things and it was just look i was reading this earlier and it's like, they're trying to make the sport more appealing to Americans. the American audience. Yeah. But the Americans are coming to the sport because it's different. Mm. <laughs> because it's not NASCAR or IndyCar yeah. or even any other American sport, which, by the way, they do well, right? Mm. If, whether you're a fan or not, football, NBA, they do that quite well. They rarely get the crowd hype. They don't need to do this Formula One. They don't. And the drivers no. don't like it
1: i think will will buxton had a very interesting take he said that the crowd loved it and i was like i bet they did but i couldn't hear it because there wasn't any crowd microphones for me to listen to
0: i i I heard it basically when like fernando checo uh, lewis and max came out there's audible roars Mm. but like you know nick devries yay
1: but there was literally nothing. It was it was just like, and now it's the exciting Japanese sensation Yuki Sonoda, who, by the way, did a, which was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. I don't know if you caught that. No, I didn't. He he like he came out, he waved to the crowd, and then he like did a little bit of a jog, and then he went. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good. Uh, completely unnecessary, but I'm here for it. Um, so so, so that happened as well. Um, I I would, however, like to give points to uh, Mister Cool J, um, and the reason for that is because he pronounced every single driver's name pretty much correctly. Like I I like pretty much everything was perfect. L- L- cool J. yeah, he like, did a
0: very good job. I I think he was a good host. I also he, thought he was a good hype man. Music. The hype music was good. I think it's Will. I am. I know he's conducted it. I don't know if he wrote it. Like, but I quite like the hype music. It was okay.
1: I think it would have been less cringe if there was, you know, at football games, they have like crowd SFX yeah. mics and stuff like that. If you'd have just tuned those in, it would have been a bit less cringe. But it was It was very pointless. And I know that the drivers didn't like it either. Yeah. Um, especially Max. Max looked like he wanted to be anywhere else other yeah. than on that, like. on that bit of tarmac in the middle of Miami um so yeah i think that i think lewis got a pretty good cheer as well at at the beginning which is at the beginning halfway through which is great um and so did did logan
0: championship order
1: yeah logan got a pretty good pretty good introduction as well Hometown Uh, yeah exactly so i think it i think it was it was good for the people there but the tv production could have it it left a lot to be desired and I, I, don't, I don't necessarily have a problem with the driver introductions, um, to be completely honest. I, I, I don't really care so that much. I, I think um, they
0: should have just filmed it. Yes, right? that's and what they should have done. What ha- I think it was the NFL Super Bowl a few years ago, and mm. they had The Rock introducing like the teams and the players and stuff like that. But it was all filmed, right? Mm. It wasn't done live, and they weren't walking out. And that was thought awesome. they should have done something like
1: yeah, that. Yeah, if if they wanted something like where they were like live, they could have just had them like standing around their their cars or like, you know, their pre-race ritual like if they if they're in the car, they stick their arm up and they wave. If they're like, you know, getting ready, they like, you know, salute to the camera or something. Like, you know, they have a little bit of live interaction, but then they have 10-15 seconds of like highlight reels, maybe some stats as well. Like this is like Multiple drivers, world champion Fernando Alonso. He he is like the the second oldest driver on or like oldest driver on the grid, and like like you know give him a little bit of background, like videos of him winning the championship and stuff like that. That would have been really cool. And then you cut to him like waving to the crowd or something like that. Would have been brilliant. Like that's all you have to do. Like it's not that difficult. So it's just it's just really poor. I genuinely think if you gave me Premier Pro and the access to the <laughs> to the archives that they have, I guarantee you I could do a better hype slash intro video than they did.
0: <laughs>
1: like just using the, the grid um the grid recordings and stuff like that where they were following around cars and stuff so
0: nfl one and i'm going to send it to you and then you can kind of oh yeah i'll watch watch it afterwards uh yeah no no no, not not for now no no no, no. um
1: that's not how podcast production works um but uh but yeah so i excuse
0: me can you write the rules (laughs) (laughs) well there are no rules when it comes to there are no rules yeah
1: um but yeah so
0: here it is here it is i found it i'll send that to you Thank you very much. Then,
1: um, yeah. But yeah, so I think that it was a bit cringe. But uh, do you know what? If it's done well, great. If it's but done well, it wasn't done well.
0: It, it, it could be quite good. I, th- but it I think a lot, lot with, of people but...
1: hated on it because everyone else was hating on
0: it. But uh, I, I just thought it just wasn't done well. Yeah, like it so, wasn't it, done like, well. It, but yeah, um, especially to talk about something, especially with the, the budget that they had. Uh, what? What was that? Sorry was there something you wanted to talk about cuz i brought this up and you're like yes it's on my list <laughs> um
1: yeah, so the talks of uh like like the the no yellow flags red flags or safety car
0: oh uh, no flags. so oh, even not even when nope ask uh sorry uh nick DeVries vries nope. hit into the back of
1: nope okay. nothing not ah, a single that's... yellow flag not a single red flag and no safety car ah which is mad uh, yeah. I think it was like one thousand one hundred and fifty-eight clean laps of racing.
0: Oh, I can understand no red flags. Other than car, other, okay. other than
1: Nick shunting Lando at the start, which I <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just annoying, really. But there were no yellow flags or anything for it. Um, no. But it was marked as an incident, um, so technically that wasn't a clean lap. But the rest of them were all were all clean.
0: Oh wow, interesting.
1: Yeah, which is surprising. And so essentially another sub-point Sh- of shows how interesting the race was. When yeah, there was no yeah much. Another right. sub-point of that is that the teams actually underfueled the cars. So a lot of lift and coasting had to happen during the race. I mean,
0: I would have thought there would at least been one safety car. Me
1: too, room, yeah.
0: Considering how close they are to the walls. Um,
1: especially, like, uh, we should have used Bernie Eccleston's thing, where it's just like, we just turn the sprinklers on halfway through the race. <laughs> um to to make it interesting like right no safety car after 30 laps let's press the big red rain button um (laughs) but yeah so there was no there was no incidents no no nothing it was just quite interesting that hasn't happened that often and max max verstappen is also only the fifth driver to ever finish the race winning after starting in p9 yeah only the fifth ever which is a bit mad i don't know who the other four are i'm not really asked but it's an interesting (laughs) fact (laughs) i just yeah i'm just gonna throw that out there um a a couple of a couple of other bits and pieces as well from me um that i want to very quickly discuss is um roger federer slash james marston being mistaken for roger federer was way too funny i don't know why it was the combination of getting his name
0: wrong and the face that he pulled the face he he had that big smile (laughs) on his face like like he knew they've got my name wrong
1: (laughs) it was so good and i really like james Marsden. he's a big f1 fan as far as i'm aware like he actually really enjoys I like it him. I like he's him brilliant well. he's a good actor. Uh, brilliant in uh sonic as well unbelievable Sonic. if you haven't seen the sonic film go watch it it's actually fantastic the first one is fantastic um and uh I, it was just funny it, just it was like it was just
0: like that sunglasses <laughs> like, he's got the big one <laughs> which is the big is not flattering james Martin, or Roger Federer, you think, who is that? Who the hell and is
1: he that? Yeah, big,
0: like white smile, and I'm like, oh, but they, guy. Uh,
1: yeah, it's just, it's, it would just was funny. Um, and then speaking of uh, Roger Federer, um, uh, they also got, uh, they also called somebody on the McLaren Pitwall, um, Pato award, okay. which, yeah, I think that was on Friday. Um, it was during one of the practice sessions and Pato tweeted like, hey, at F1, that you got the wrong guy. And it was just him <laughs> on a beach. Um, but um, something else that I wanted to talk about, which was during the grid walk that Martin Brundle uh, for Sky Sports F1, he usually does obviously before the races. Uh, he was doing his grid walk and he noticed Roger Federer sort of behind some, some very flimsy security. There was like a bit of tape or whatever. And um, he bumped into Sir Jackie Stewart. And he was like, oh, brilliant. Uh, I'm explaining this for people who have no idea what the hell happened. Um, And uh, he's like, oh, like, I'd love to talk to Roger. And Jackie went, I'll get him for you. Don't worry about it. (laughs) And ducked under this tape right and burst through the security. And the security tried to stop him from going to speak to Roger Federer. And, like, Twitter was in uproar. Because you're like, you're telling me that you're restraining Sir Jackie Stewart, the oldest living driver's world champion that we have and you're you're telling them that you can't go and say hello to somebody he personally knows roger federer you're saying that he can't go and say hello to him uh huge l for for the miami security um massive l for them uh massive w for for jackie stewart he's my hero of the weekend um <laughs> and then uh, just as a side note as well like as like security were like what the hell are you doing like what's going on like you can see martin was like oh no please don't get in trouble for me jackie um and then the the mvp uh russell george sort of came in and sort of just was like hi jackie what the hell's going on said hello to roger as well because uh he's met him a couple of times been put in contact because of you know some partnerships with Mr and stuff like that um but um it all got sorted out in the end but it was just it was just very disrespectful to the formula one history that the that the and i'm not yeah. expecting the security knew who jackie stewart would be but they they should have handled it in a different way um it was just very disappointing that you know arguably one of the biggest living legends has like at his age to fly all the way to miami and do what he does is phenomenal hats off to the bloke um and he always comes very well dressed might i add to he um, does like he's a, he's a he's a do you know what he does half the time he's a rolex ambassador yes I've heard um, of this, yeah. and in all honesty jackie i really hope that people buy rolexes this weekend because <laughs> yeah. you really did pull it out of the bag um but yeah so so i think that it's it's a shame that that happened but i don't expect security to know exactly who everyone is like more than likely these security guards have no interest in f1 they're just told you know keep these guys away from away from roger or whoever the the person is um but i do appreciate george sort of stepping in and being like hey look this is fine like he's with me like 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 at the very least um i don't know exactly what words were said but um everything worked out fine in the end it was it was a non incident incident really um it's just disappointing um really to be completely honest, completely honest with you um and just to explain a little bit of background uh georgia actually was um uh, met roger federer a couple of times and i found this out because of the high performance podcast um which uh is also available and may or may not be better than this this podcast <laughs> um but uh but yeah so the um the they were discussing about how you know he's met him before and he's a bit like uh uh george is a big fan of of federer and stuff like that and the the fact that they met each other and seem to get on pretty well so there was a little i've seen george at a few tennis events yeah i think george is pretty into his tennis actually um which is which is nice um so yeah just just pretty interesting that was all um and then also just on the on the subjects of podcasts as well uh gunther was also on the high performance podcast as well and i started listening to that um saturday haven't finished it yet but i will continue listening because it'd be very interesting to get a bit more background around the book his motivations the mix situation how he sort of rose up and the mindset that he had around um what he does and how he managed to do it etc cetera, etc cetera. it's it's pr- pretty interesting
0: i could have talked about it so but it is a very good podcast i would i sent it to you anyway to
1: yeah listen, you were so. the one that introduced me to it um yeah and if you... so he does
0: talk about his how he got into formula one yeah um his short stint at red bull yep yeah. Um, he talks about Mick, he talks about handling drivers Mm. um, and things like that. And it's a a very different side to Gunther, Mm. if you've only seen him on Drive to Survive. And super interesting. I think Jake
1: said it best. He said, you see the caricature, which is Gunther Steiner on your TV screens a lot, but you don't know the real Gunther.
0: Well, even Günther said it best. He goes, "I'm I'm myself, right?" Mm. And, and Netflix chooses what they choose to yes.
1: show. Yes, yeah, that was a quote that they put. The I, I don't
0: pick what Netflix shows. No, um, it's it's what they choose to show. Um, but yeah, he also talks about like his management style um, and things like that. So it's it's if you're into Formula One, it's a very very good podcast to listen to.
1: Um, they also have like loads of other guests. Like they've had Lando, David. Zach Brown, David. George Christian Horner's been on Christian there. Christian Horner,
0: Christian Horner had a very good story that Günther mm. mentions, where I think uh, I need to go back and listen to the Christian one. But Anyway, two of the drivers were I don't know if it was Daniel and Max or if it was Mark and Seb. Um, I'll have to go back and listen to. But he basically made him go to Great Ormond Street Hospital, and is basically to put it into context, you're fighting. Is nothing compared to what real it, w-
1: it was. Uh, as far as I
0: remember, yeah. it was uh, Seb, Seb, um, and Mark. Okay, which was kind of sounds cheesy if you listen to it, but I think it's actually quite a good idea. I think it's a and brilliant it idea. Yeah, puts into perspectives like, look at what you're getting angry about, and look at mm. what's really out there. So whatever your disagreements are, put them aside for the good of the team, kind of thing. So yeah, yeah so but yeah uh have a listen and then when you do we can kind of go over it a little bit more in, in depth um because he talks about the mix situation um it'll be interesting to hear your thoughts on that
1: yeah i'll uh cool. i'll give it a full listen and uh, we can report back next week maybe because i guess uh yeah next week uh well this week technically there is no race week um but next week we have a little bit of a a little bit of a we have a, a triple header um, so we are going to, um, Imola, then Monaco and then Spain back to back to back, um, which should be very interesting to be completely honest.
0: Yeah, no, it's going to be good. It's, uh, as Fernando mentioned, Aston suited tracks. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we've got street specialist Perez at Monaco. Um, hopefully there won't be any shenanigans like last year. No. <laughs> <With him>. <laughs> <laughs> um... And obviously with Monaco, usually whoever's P1 is going to be winning the race, but safety cars, red flags could give us some surprise podium positions. So that'll be interesting. And it'll be interesting to see Spain without the chicane.
1: Yes, it will be. Absolutely. I think... uh... Yeah, obviously um, Monaco will be quite a lot about the Saturday. Spain, I think, will be a lot about the Sunday. In complete honesty, in the new circuit layout, I so. and I think Italy could be. Yeah, Spain Saturday could be particularly interesting as well. Um, but I guess that it will be pretty interesting to see how full race distance goes with the new with the new layout. Uh, and then italy will i don't know guess i guess there's some upgrades and stuff coming to italy and stuff as well a lot of teams are getting Um, upgrades in but i think it's
0: now that they've done kind of like the high speed tracks in like qatar miami baku and now they're going into these kind of like very technical technical yeah mechanical grip um low speed grip so Mm. it'll be interesting to see what upgrades can
1: yeah definitely Um, uh Mercedes
0: have got a lot coming for Imola so yeah I think that
1: I think that a lot of focus on Imola is also because like it's a well-known track as well where there's lots of data compared to Miami where they've been there once before plus if something doesn't work or you don't like it you've shipped it all the way to bloody the United States from your factory so unless you're Haas and you've shipped something from down the road in north or south carolina one of the carolinas then it can be a bit more of an issue so i can see why a lot of teams waited until imola to uh bring upgrades and stuff like that um so yeah it should be should be interesting for sure cool oh uh, there's a mosquito oh, uh, <laughs> don't do mosquitos anyway sorry that was a completely <laughs> <laughs> completely distracted by that uh but um yeah i think that's that's I mean, we've been recording for an hour and seven minutes now. Um, yep. Do you want to save our tracks for next week or do you just want to go ahead and rip the bandaid off? No, we'll it save now?
0: it for next week. We don't yep. have a podcast then. But if mine changes again because of traffic conditions, <laughs> I'm going to be so annoyed.
1: I think you can you can uh, probably like take a screenshot of the track layout and stuff like that. No, I um, refuse to. I but refuse um, to. Can, you, can you maybe give give us a clue? What continent is your race on? Asia. Asia. Okay, so is mine. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> so if we've gone for the same thing, I don't think we have. I don't. I don't know if we have, but it would be funny uh, if we've gone okay. for the same thing.
0: What letter does your country start with? J. I oh, know mine. We can't. We can't choose one where there's already race.
1: Yes, we can. No, we can't.
0: I that said a city
1: rule. they've never, they've never, they've never been to.
0: I thought you said a country they've never been
1: to. I didn't necessarily say country. I just said city. Because do you not country. remember? I said, I said that if you could do the, the like, Switzerland, you could technically go into, you could technically have the first inter country Grand Prix. Yeah, because but you you'd could go have a
0: new country because it'll be Switzerland. Oh, uh, yeah, true. Maybe I did. Maybe I've
1: broken my own rules. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure. you I said we Japan can't go race. to this place that oh,
1: we've no. been before. Oh no, maybe I'll revisit it.
0: <laughs> All right, well I'll I'll come up with a different one. A country. So- how many countries is Southeast Asia? Begin <laughs> with
1: J? Southeast, you just said Asia. Oh,
0: south a- oh, Asia, sorry. Uh, oh, cuz I said Southeast cuz I know you got Japan.
1: And that's you about it. Kyoto
0: like, <laughs> or something like that.
1: <laughs> I can not think of any other countries in Asia that begin with J.
0: Okay. Technically, I my my place is not even a country. I think. What oh. <laughs> is it like a municipality or something? I don't even a know. A municipality.
1: What, what it, yeah. What, what,
0: the, what the hell are you? Um, I don't, let me see. Let me see what it's called, and then you might be able to guess. I have zero
1: know. clue as to what.
0: <laughs> no, anyway, they just count it as a city.
1: <laughs> it's just a city.
0: Yeah, it's a city
1: okay <laughs> uh, well, anyway, All right, fine it's
0: like a, uh i picked hong kong
1: oh okay yeah so that's yeah but then
0: technically it's now a city part of the special representation of china yeah technically it's part of china
1: <laughs> so which breaks the rules so should we should we just scrap that and just say that we just got we've got the two yeah <laughs> okay great well i'm glad we had this conversation uh that's really good then um yeah do we do we do we have anything else that we want to talk about uh this week um i i'm i'm stumped i don't think there's anything for me to be completely honest
0: uh no there isn't uh i think yeah we we've covered everything and I'm sure some drama will come up in these two weeks. Yeah, let's
1: I was gonna say let's hope so, but yeah, let's hope so. Um, we spent <laughs> quite a lot of time talking about the race and qualifying and stuff like that, so which is sort yeah. of what you know, this podcast is intended to do, so I'm not overly bothered. Um, but uh, yeah.
0: yeah. All right. Thank you all for listening. Uh, no race this week. So fill your time and boots with something else um (laughs) the other episodes of this
1: podcast
0: i was gonna say if you're into i'm sure there must be some IndyCar car or formula e formula e was in monaco actually it was um
1: no idea idea what happened (laughs) no idea no idea yeah i think mclaren did pretty well in quali and then dropped off during the race i think
0: yeah um, no idea Yeah, uh, thank you all for listening and we'll catch you next week where we talk about our dream tracks in countries where we can have raced before (laughs) (laughs)
1: because
0: the original rule was no country that we've been in before I
1: I feel like I can I can probably pull together another one because I have a very good I can't idea. I'm not changing I'm not
0: changing. All keep right. I'll yeah. I'll keep mine. Technically but... with like three races in America, you know, it's yeah it doesn't really if, matter.
1: If I have time, I'll come up with another one as well. Um purely okay. because I can. Um, yeah. And but, yeah. and
0: if you listen to the Gunther Steiner podcast, we'll we'll talk
1: about Yes, yeah, so we can also talk about that as well. So yeah.
0: All right then. Well a uh, uh,
1: an hour and twelve minutes. I'll let you wrap it up. You've got nine seconds.
0: Okay. Um, see you in Emma. <laughs> Three, two... <laughs> See you guys. <laughs>